This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us for another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. This is Bethany Moore, and I am the Communications and Projects Manager with the National Cannabis Industry Association. Today, we will be speaking with a guest, Matthias Crandall. He's the CEO of the company Paradigm Supercritical Innovations. And recently, we just wrapped up NCIA's Seed to Sale show here in Denver, Colorado. And part of that was an award ceremony for innovation and technology in the cannabis industry. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But first, I would like to introduce Matthias and welcome you to the show. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's an honor to be uh, a part of this, and uh, I'm glad that uh, I'm able to speak with you today. Awesome. Why don't you tell me more about your personal background, uh, what, what your professional background is, and how you got into the cannabis industry, how you found yourself here? Absolutely. When I was a child, I'd always had an interest in science and technology. I was breaking apart toys to see how they worked. <laughs> that uh, was good for me and bad for my parents, but uh, we got through it together. Uh, as I, I went through school, I, I started off in the chemistry, and uh, that's where I went and continued forward. I got a job first in the wine industry in a local company uh, that did vineyard management, and I would go out to the vineyards early in the morning and I'd stay there till the sun went down, and then during the harvest season, I was in the lab and doing uh, bricks readings and other kinds of analysis. Concurrently, during that time that I was working in the wine industry, I was also working closely with friends that were in the industry growing for the medical industry in Oregon. I was able to uh, become close with uh, the people that were building the industry, and one of them had suggested 
that I look into the CO2 extraction technology. Mm-hmm. So I initially started off as a personal venture. It was a hobby of mine. I wanted to see if I could get something that could work. And about the time that I had developed the first commercial scale uh, prototype, I was able to compare it to the product that was coming out onto the shelves. It was just during that time that the dispensaries were allowed to open their doors here in Oregon. And at the time, the CO2 extract was coming in little syringes and in the form of a decarboxylated oil. Hmm. Uh, when, when I compared that to what we were producing and what we were getting out of our extra, uh, extraction systems, it was obvious that this was a technology that needed to be available to anyone that wanted to uh, bring medicine and bring a good quality product to the, the market. Okay, cool. So, so that brings me to talking about your company currently, Paradigm Supercritical Innovations, of which you're the CEO. So the company itself, uh, tell me more about where Paradigm Supercritical finds itself. So as I had mentioned before, uh, while I was developing the first commercial prototype, my father-in-law had taken interest in what I was doing and supported my endeavors to wanting to produce this uh, on a more large-scale basis for individuals to have access to it. So he helped to fund the first prototype that we would make available to the public. Uh, With with him, his guidance, uh, his knowledge in business, he was able to help me to develop a business model that really was uh, in harmony with the standards and ethics that had uh, been in the industry thus far. Things like uh, community, uh, sharing of information, uh, looking out for each other, and really uh, just that family feel that has been in the industry for so long. Right. So we developed a uh, we developed a business model that would allow us to be more uh, that would allow us to produce systems at a cost that was more available to most of the people that had been in the industry. One of the things that we had noticed when we took a look at the CO two market was that many of these systems would require. Uh, an extreme commitment and uh, a huge amount of investment in order to really make a viable company. So we wanted to make a system that would be available uh, and be more practical for those that were in the industry and not have to go out and find outside uh, investment. Okay, that's great. And, you know, I loved hearing that your father-in-law was part of this. I, I just love hearing about little family family endeavors here in the cannabis industry. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely something that's important to us. We know that there's a lot of uh, opportunity for people to make money. And so it's really important that the the values that have been in this industry continue to be maintained in the companies that get started. So it's our hope that people can see that that we are one of those companies. We're a, a family-run business, and we're really there to help an individual to start their business and start their uh, – or continue their business and to, to grow as part of the, the industry. Definitely. So I am ready to totally talk about the award that you won, your company won at the Seed to Sale show just this last week at the time that we're recording this. So at the Seed to Sale show, you won one of our Canovation and Canatech awards. Which award did you win and what was that like being a part of that award ceremony? Yeah, so we won the Canatech Award, uh, honoring technology developed and infused products and extractions. Mm -hmm. And that was huge for us. Uh, We 
have been struggling in the industry, being the small guys coming from the very bottom. Uh, we didn't take any outside uh, investments. So all of the uh, efforts that we have put out have all been uh, bootstrapped. And so to receive this award was an honor for us to be able to get that kind of recognition, to let other people know that, yes, we are a good company, that we have good technology that is actually changing the way people think about CO2 extractions. And so having this award is a way to confirm to those people, look, we, we do have uh, superior technology and it is available. So what is it about your technology um, that gives you this opportunity to rise to the top in, in this award, which was, you know, you had to be nominated and then our membership voted for the winner. What is it about your technology? Is that, is that, a, is that a company secret or is that something you can kind of break down for the audience? Yeah. So essentially the CO2 equipment that had been on the market up until we developed the Psycho2 extraction systems had been modeled after the 1980s technology. Uh, for extracting things like cottonseed oil or fish oil or perfume oils. And it worked really, really well for those applications. When it was applied to the cannabis extraction technologies, the the problems that came up uh, were somewhat unanticipated. Uh, cannabinoids are a much heavier extraction. Uh, the compounds are heavier. And, and without getting into too many uh, details as far as uh, – uh, as far as how that weird works, science. <laughs> weird science, weird uh, science, the, the, the industry had already set their standard for what a good extract was and okay. BHO had, had developed pretty well and wonderful extracts were being produced with butane. And mm-hmm. so the type of extracts that were coming out of these CO2 extractors just weren't, uh, you know, up to par with what be, uh, butane could produce. Mm-hmm. And uh, in terms so, terms of like maybe viscosity and um, how what temperatures you need to burn the concentrate, right? Yeah, exactly. And so I know a thing or two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think most people are pretty familiar with the way that CO two has been presented to the to the public, which has either been in the vape pens or as a really uh, low viscosity, runny kind of sap. Occasionally, you'll get some of the more stable concentrates, but it's it's pretty rare, and the the price point for those concentrates is usually pretty high. Uh-huh. And so, what we did is we took a different approach. And uh, to sum up the approach of what the traditional systems had done is let's take traditional technology and let's try to modify it and improvise it so that we can get it. Uh, to extract for cannabis. And what we did is we took the complete opposite approach. We said, well, what do we need in order to capture and collect only the cannabinoids? And that's what we worked on. And so we developed a inline fraction technology that uses pressure to isolate the cannabinoids uh, in that first chamber. And so we typically will get concentrations in the 70s where most concentrates will be sitting in the 35 to 45%. Uh, that gives it. us, yeah. That gives us an ability to uh, take that product and uh, turn it into a shatter or a, a wax, and uh, have less post processing that's involved. Most CO2 extractors require that you do a winterization process, which means you take the extract, you dissolve it into uh, alcohol, 
And then you freeze that alcohol and the waxes will uh, precipitate out and you filter it. And then that has to be evaporated off and there's always a little bit of residual ethanol or alcohol that's left in there. So we wanted to maintain the purity of CO2 extractions and create a system that would produce a high enough quality extract that it wouldn't require the ethanol winterization. So Got it. we can basically do uh, all of the same things that you would do with uh, a butane extracts, but it's only it's CO2. That's some great reverse engineering, though. Uh, we are going to take a quick break and hear some commercials, but everybody out there, stay tuned. We'll be right back to hear more from Matthias with Paradigm Supercritical Innovations. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Oh, Lady Marijuana Llama, tell you something now About a game for your phone, gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little, your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Himping, that's the point Download and play while you life yourself a joint Business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. <sighs> cash? Sorry. I don't carry around cash. And I don't want to use the ATM and pay surcharges. You don't need to carry cash. Haven't you heard about PayQuick? Okay, tell me about PayQuick. It's the safe and easy way to pay. It works just like your debit card to securely pay for your purchase, and it gives you rewards points every time you use it. Nice. Pay quick. The safe and easy way to pay. P-A-Y-Q-W-I-C-K. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. How high do you like your profit margin? Cannabisradio.com. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, only on CannabisRadio.com. Okay, and we are back. Thanks for tuning in to NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany, and we're still chatting with Matthias Crandall with Paradigm Supercritical Innovations. He was telling me some weird science about how these extraction machines work and how to get the best product possible. Did you want to add anything to that conversation that we were just having? Uh, You know, I think we pretty much... Uh, dialed it in what we wanted to what I wanted to say about it uh, the I think the most important thing is that you know the systems allow for us to have a ready to use product straight out of the collection chamber we don't have to introduce any new solvents and that really is a, is a value that no other systems can provide at this time 
Agreed. Yeah, vape pens are very convenient, and um, the the oil in them. I'm I'm fascinated with it. Going going from a flower smoker for many years to now having these cool vape pens at my disposal. It's it's a really awesome. So the technology mm-hmm. behind getting getting that product is is where we're at now. The the cool mm-hmm. science and technology of the cannabis industry. So again, congratulations for winning our inaugural Cannovation and Canatech Awards at, at the Seed to Sale show. Yeah. yeah, thank you. It was an honor. Uh, don't even know the uh, excitement that was involved with all of our crew. I think everybody in our crew shared the, the same amount of excitement and honors uh, that, that I felt. So uh, yeah, it's a, definitely an honor. Awesome. Well, high fives place. all around. And uh, so let's let's chat about uh, getting more involved in NCIA. And I know you and I have connected at NCIA's quarterly cannabis caucus events. Um, I love going out to the Pacific Northwest. I get I get sent to host the caucuses in Portland and Seattle quite often, and I love it. Um, and so I know I saw you a few months ago at one of those. Those events yeah. are great, aren't they? Yeah, they're they're wonderful. They give a great opportunity to meet and mingle with those that are in the community. Uh, I've been able to associate. In fact, I think the last time we were talking with uh, Chris Lively and uh, with OCO Labs, and he's uh-huh. another he's another CO2 guy. And so it's great to be able to reach out to the community to see who else is involved. Uh, I think, as I had mentioned before. The community aspect of this industry is what makes it so great, and if you're not a part of that community, I, I don't think you have as much success to grow with the industry. Sure. No man is an island. <laughs> um, we have to learn from each other and sometimes support and commiserate with each other, um, whether it's really awful regulations or legislation that's being passed in your state or or in your city uh, or, or just trying to solve a business problem, maybe. And, you know, it's interesting. You, you, you were describing what industries you came from, and I'm sure you have a unique insight uh, from those industries as it applies to the cannabis mm-hmm. industry. So, so many other folks are in the same boat and are coming with this perspective. And we all meet in the middle to, to figure out how it all fits in with the cannabis industry to make it stronger, smarter, faster, better, all mm-hmm. those things. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as far as uh, the industry is concerned, uh, you know, we are in its infancy and we have a lot to learn from not only those that have helped build the industry till now, but those that are in other markets that have learned uh, and have gone through their growing pains. And so, uh, you know, it's really important that uh, we are that we recognize that there are right ways to do things and there are wrong ways to do things and uh, that we give each other allowance to to learn those things and grow and together. Uh, I think you you hit the nail on the head. We meet in the middle and and we find the best way that we can all work together to make this grow for everyone. Agreed. And and the more that we as an industry get ahead with creating uh, regulations and best practices and standards before other agencies come tell us how to do it, I think the better off we will be. Um, and with that in mind, 
what what's on your mind these days as far as the industry maturing going forward what's what's most important to you as the cannabis industry develops and becomes more sophisticated well i think that because our business is so technically integrated i think that is where my most of my thoughts and my concerns are uh, i hope that as we move forward that there are standardizations that are in all types of uh, medical and pharmaceutical labs or any type of analytical lab. And I hope the standardization process in any industry is invaluable just because it provides a reliability and dependability that when we are performing certain procedures that they are done with certain safety parameters in mind. Mm -hmm. That they're done with certain sanitation parameters in in mind, Absolutely. and that they're also being done with certain environmental, you know, safety and, and uh, the environmental impact is also taken into account. A lot of times you don't think about all the cleaning that's involved with extraction, and mm. where does that? Where do you throw away all those paper towels with solvent soaks and oil stains and things like that? Huh. Uh, we want to make sure that uh, we implement green green processes to try to reduce our waste uh, with cleaning solvents, with cleaning supplies, and try to implement practices all around that protect not only ourselves, the public, but also the environment. That's great. I, I know uh, we at NCIA emphasize uh, the triple bottom line, which is kind of what you're getting at. The, the triple bottom line being pe- people, profits, and environment. So yes, you you want a successful company and you want to treat your employees and your and your people well and you want to be looking out for the environment as well. And it can be done. Um, and there are other industries out there where companies are leading the way in those practices as well. So I'm I'm really glad to hear you're thinking about those things. You were talking about paper towels with with certain chemicals on them I would have never thought of that but then again I don't I don't work uh, in a extraction company <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah are there any other um, things that you're looking out for um, as, as where the ind- where the industry is going well you know you you touched on regulations and I think that as much as we dislike the word regulations they really are there for a way to uh, mitigate those concerns that the public has and uh, so they're very important for our us as an industry to have uh, so that we can have the the security and people can trust our industry as being a successful and being a legitimate industry absolutely um, on that note, NCIA has committees in, in different sectors and, and different topics. Um, and these committees, uh, a few of them have formed in the last year and more are being developed as we speak. And that's, that's everything from human resources committee uh, to infused products and extractions committees, um, edible manufacturers to the cultivation and packaging and everything. There's so many aspects of the cannabis industry uh, Mm -hmm. to look at. So these committees, uh, which are made up of NCIA members, have been forming, which gives us an opportunity to put our minds together and come up with 
standards or suggestions or guidelines for these different aspects that we think are the best and try to get the industry talking about it. And like you said, get us all on the same page and working together in a way that makes sense and in a way that is sustainable for the future. Um, So in addition to thinking about all these things about your business um, and how to run it with all with good intentions in mind for both people and planet. It's also important to be involved in the advocacy level. Um, and, you know, you touched on the R word regulations. <laughs> um, but, but you know, to go ahead and connect with your members of Congress and get to know them, to connect with your, um, you know, s- uh, city attorney general, and to talk about what it's like to be a business owner in the cannabis industry and to talk with them about what kind of challenges you're facing because Mm -hmm. of the discord basically between federal law and state laws. So it's really important to have a seat at the table there. So yeah, I mean, absolutely. I I couldn't agree more. I think especially with this last election cycle, uh, we have a new administration and it's very important that they can hear from the voices of the businesses in, in the industry. Uh, it's yeah. yeah, it's definitely something that uh, we have planned on doing. Uh, we're going to be attending some of the events this year. The lobby days, I think, uh, is one that we we want to attend, as well as all the caucuses that uh, that go on in our local areas, just so that we can have an update on the on the things going on in our community. Yeah. Um- In addition to NCIA's two full-time government relations staff in D.C., which which are on Capitol Hill, having those meetings, shaking hands, having a cup of coffee with your senator on your behalf every day, that it really does not compare to the personal stories of you as a business owner, married with kids, playing tennis or, you know, whatever your story is, they Mm want to know that about you. They want to see the human being and that helps attach the struggles that you're dealing with as a cannabis industry business owner to Mm -hmm. that, that that's their constituent coming to them. Um, and, and the more that they know, the more it empowers them to go talk to other members of Congress. Right, right. They don't, they're not going to make decisions based on things they don't know. And if they don't hear from us, they don't know what we feel or what we think. You said it. Yep, that is so true. Um, so you said you're planning on attending NCIA's Cannabis Industry Lobby Days event, which is happening in May. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we missed last year's, unfortunately. So we made a, a commitment last year that we were going to be attending this year's uh, just because it's important for us, like I had said, to to be involved in the community to make sure that our voice is heard. Yes, and and you know, especially from Oregon and Washington State up there in the Pacific Northwest, it's almost like there's a giant country between you and Washington D.C. So it probably feels very far away, um, but I think it's it's incredibly important to get folks from Oregon and Washington in particular all the way out, haul y'all all the way out to D.C. for a couple days. Yeah, well, I've never been over to that side of the, the United States, so it's definitely something I'm looking forward to doing. And uh, 
And so the lobby days is the perfect event to, to go for. Awesome. Uh, I will tell you more about DC as soon as we come back from a commercial break. Stay tuned. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents the newest and greatest podcast in the galaxy, The Real Dirt with Chip Baker, your insider industry connection to accurate and entertaining information about cannabis technology, production, cultivation, and everything in between. Rolling joints and dropping knowledge about cannabis technology, production, cultivation, and everything in between. The future of legal cannabis has arrived, and we want to give you The Real Dirt with Chip Baker. Look for new episodes at CannabisRadio.com, TheRealDirt.com, or subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and... The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Boober way. Cannabis legalization efforts are increasing competition for businesses wanting to make it big. In this complex and fast-changing environment, only the savviest will survive. What are you going to do to stay ahead of the game? Enter New Frontier's free platform, Equio the premier business intelligence, visualization, and marketing platform for the cannabis industry. With Equio, you can stay on top of your store's sales, trends, and competition, better understand your seasonality and broader sales trends, identify and compare your top products and categories, and cross-buying opportunities. Go to www.equio.io to sign up for your free membership today. That's EQU. IO.io to sign up now. The power of real time big data is now in your hands. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. Cannabis use isn't the only thing growing, so are we. Grow with us. CannabisRadio.com. Get informed. Get inspired and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we are back to wrap up the last segment here of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. This is Bethany Moore, your host, and I am with Matthias Crandall of the award-winning Paradigm Supercritical Innovations. So, yeah, thanks again for joining me today. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's been an honor. Been a, been a pleasure. I'll take either, an honor and a pleasure. Why not? <laughs> so, yeah, I actually am from the Washington, D.C. area myself and moved three years ago to Denver to work with NCIA. But I love Washington, D.C. I loved going back with NCIA for our lobby days every year. Um, you know, the the history of the buildings is great. The Smithsonian is great. Um, you know, after a couple hard days of lobbying on Capitol Hill with your industry peers, there's a really great bar uh, in Adams Morgan I can recommend. So it, it's a really great time. Um, and it's so inspiring. So if anybody's on the fence about 
being a part of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Lobby Days. We do require you to be a member of NCIA, but it is completely worth it. Our lobbyists, Michael and Michelle, are already taking registrations. It's only, it's a small fee to register. And then we we start doing work to put you into a group uh, with, you know, three or four other business owners and assign you to go to certain meetings and meet certain members of Congress. Um, so there's a lot of pre-planning involved. So please, please pre-register as early as you can so that we can start putting those Lego pieces together. Um, and last year we had over 150 of our members attend. So just start doing some math in your head and you can see how, how much uh, planning is involved in that. But we, we hit over 250 offices on Capitol Hill with wow. information. Yeah. I, so, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I mean, I, I just inherited a matchbox collection, so I'm definitely going to have to go down to the local bars and pick up some matchbooks and, and uh, continue that collection. Oh, that is so cool. I, I have a coaster collection. I collect really cool looking coasters from bars. So I dig that. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. It's um, a lot of fun. Yeah. So, I mean, in addition to the lobbying itself, there's, I mean, it's Washington, D.C. It's great. Right. There's there's jazz, there's food. Um, and you, you really get to meet industry owners from all over the country because uh, we're all there at the same time. And if you feel a little bit nervous about talking about policy issues like the banking crisis or um, Section 280E of the tax code, or scheduling on the Controlled Substances Act, we got you covered. We will have training. I think there's going to be webinars leading up to the event so that you can, yeah, feel like you're really informed and know what you're talking about. Um, and, And we'll also pair you up with knowledgeable people as well. We're very fortunate to have some people in the industry that are policy wonks, and, yeah. and government it, nerds. Um, so I always like catching up with them and learning something until my brain starts to explode. But <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sure happens pretty quick for politics and things. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I, I do not have a degree in government and politics, but um, I, I always enjoy learning and listening from the folks that do uh, in our industry as well. Yeah, it's a great resource. I mean, there's just... Uh, from the 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 policy and for you know uh, writing and the networking of community, the NCIA has been an invaluable resource for our company. So glad to hear it. And yeah, even if you can't make it out to Washington D.C., um, you know our quarterly cannabis caucuses, which you mentioned, um, we 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 try to do a really good job of giving you a federal policy update during uh, that event during the speaking portion. And we're, we're often able to tap somebody from the local area who can give an update on what's happening in your city or state as well. So you can kind of get the micro and the macro all in one meeting, um, in addition to the great networking, of course. Mm-hmm. So just a couple minutes here. Um, I definitely want to encourage everyone to look into 
NCIA's seventh annual cannabis industry lobby days happening in May in Washington, D.C., and also our quarterly cannabis caucuses. And you can find more information there at www.thecannabisindustry.org. I also encourage folks to find us on Facebook as well as Twitter. We are and also on Instagram. Instagram, we're called National Cannabis Industry. And on Twitter, we are NCIA Org. And please friend us on Facebook as well. So as we wrap up, uh, we've been talking with Matthias Crandall of Paradigm Supercritical Innovations, who won the award in Best Technology in Infused Products and Extractions at NCIA's Cannovation and Canatech Awards. Again, congratulations, Matthias. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure speaking with you and uh, an honor to win the award. If anybody would like to communicate with me or get in touch with me, I'm available usually on Facebook, with the Psycho2 Extractors. And also, you can reach us on our website at psycho2extractors.com. That's P-S-I-E-X-T-R. A-C-T-O-R-S dot com. Cool. I appreciate that. Thanks. Awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. I look forward to seeing you and, and some of your team at Paradigm Supercritical at one of our upcoming NCIA events. Absolutely. And thanks again. This has been your host, Bethany Moore, with National Cannabis Industry Association on NCIA's cannabis industry voice on cannabis radio have a great afternoon folks the opinions expressed on this cannabisradio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of cannabisradio.com any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of cannabisradio.com is prohibited